to a lot of games, and this is a preview review of Generation Zero. What is a preview review? Well, it's because I haven't finished the game, and also these new games as services uh, can't be finished. So this game comes from Avalanche Studios. It's using the Apex engine, uh, which they tout that it brings a bunch of cool features like day-night cycle, weather, and really smart AI. It takes place in 1980 Sweden, which is very specific. And everything that you see sign-wise uh, is definitely translated. So it's in Swedish, but then you have to hit triangle or something and read it uh, in English. The characters in the beginning, the character creator, it has that 1980s feel. That's pretty much where it ends for me when it comes to is this the 80s or not. I mean, there's some pretty rad 80s getup and hairdos and styles in the character creator. But at the end of the day, I'm first person. It's a first person game. I'm not seeing my rad stuff on my body. I do get to see my gloves, you know, which are fingerless gloves that I wear normally. But it still doesn't feel rad enough. The only time I see my 80s character is when I get hit down by one of these robot machines, which we'll talk about. And I turn into like ragdoll physics and go flying for a while. Which, by the way, normally I get up from. I thought that was going to be a death animation the first time I saw it. But nope. It was just showing you you got knocked down quite a bit. All the way down the hill. And then you got up. And then you're fine. Well, you got low health. So that's when I see my 80s gear, but in general I don't see it. And then there's supposed to be 80s music throughout the whole game. And there's definitely boomboxes everywhere, but you use them as a distraction device not to play cool tunes, which is what I hoped it was going to be. And there's definitely soundtrack going on in the background that's kind of electronic-y, but I don't feel like it's 80s. If it was, I feel like it would have changed the whole game. Now, caveat, it might be 80s for Sweden but it's not 80s for US. And if it is, I'm sorry to you 80s artists who I don't know, but I don't know it. So a little bit more US 80s music would have added a little extra oomph. That being said, here's the deal. Lots of people are talking about this game already, that it is open and empty and not enough stuff to do, which I kind of agree, but I'll say this. Sometimes games are for different reasons for different people. And the loop that they created in this kind of countryside area with the weather and the day-night cycle and then every once in a while some serious-ass robot you have to take care of, a la Horizon Zero Dawn, but, like, you don't have the awesome melee jumping around attack ability. You got, like, limited ammo, and you got to make every shot count. So people who like Dark Souls... You know, that's kind of up their alley, I would think. You've got to think about your moves, and each encounter is kind of tricky. And these robots are pretty smart. They jump around and do uh, creepy cow-like, dog-like behavior, <laughs> which, have you seen, is a real thing. And if you watch Black Mirror, you know the one that comes after that girl the whole time? The little dog robot? Yeah, that's what these are. But then there's bigger ones at some point, and they are just huge mechs essentially so here's the deal the loop of the running around looting houses uh everybody's gone of course and it's just super huge map relaxing in a way the rain comes in i find some more stuff i take care of a couple of robots i do it again and that for me personally 
is meditative. It's actually kind of relaxing. I'm also watching Hannah at the same time, which is a series on Amazon uh, based on the movie. They're out in the country. They're fighting off people. They're going through vast amounts of wilderness with nobody. And it does match up pretty well. All I'm saying is, yeah, uh, it doesn't have a ton of stuff in the world or a ton of like directed story, just kind of a couple notebooks you pick up here and there. And they're like, you should probably go this way. I'm like, okay, I might, but I might also go this way. There's definitely skill points and experience and upgrading. I'm not upgrading very fast, but it's interesting the things that I do get to upgrade. And I do seem to be running out of room in my inventory quite a bit. So that kind of pisses me off because I always had to drop stuff because you're picking up stuff all the time. But I guess it's realistic, which I kind of dig. There's the deal. I like the loop. I like the chillness of it. And I don't even need much of a story. It's almost like a playground to just go and explore and take out uh, these robots and try to figure out how to take them out each time. And each time it does feel pretty victorious. I guess that's what people who like the Dark Souls games uh, feel like. When you take down a robot and you've got limited ammo and he's rushing at you and you've already hurt him a bunch... And then he explodes in front of you because you're a shotgun blast. It feels pretty good. Now they say there's a bunch more content coming. And there's going to be, you know, free stuff, free updates, free story bits. And you are supposed to play this with other friends. It's definitely a co-op experience, you can tell. But I've been playing it solo and just liking this meditative loop that uh, I'm in. So, yeah, I think I'm going to give it like a six. But it's close to a seven. It's close to a seven because I just really keep going back to it. Like, I'm going to play it this morning. It's just relaxing. But it's not like an epic game and a huge story. Generation Zero, it's a good six. Six.